0: podcast.
1: appropriate for younger viewers. Things like the following half hour. Nothing seems to bother my kids, but tonight's show, which I totally wash my hands of, is really scary. So if you have sensitive
0: children, maybe you should tuck them into bed early tonight instead of writing us angry letters tomorrow. Thanks for your attention. Halloween season, Junior Ambassadors, and welcome to another spooky edition of the Nerd Night Nation's podcast. As you can tell from the title, we are talking about Treehouse of Horror from the Simpsons. I am one of your co-hosts, the co-host in the Midwest United States, Jer Red Rum Boots, and I cannot talk about this alone. I need my uh, ambassador to the mid, uh, Great White North of Canada via Crystal Lake. I'm, of course, talking about Melissa Nicholson, Melissa, <laughs> how you doing?
2: I'm doing very well. I, I quite enjoy the names. It was very clever. <laughs> well,
0: I had to fit the theme for tonight, and like I want to make them really bad too, because when the when Triathlon Horror first started out, we had really great names like uh, Bat Graining and James Hill Brooks. Now it's like Godzilla versus Joe Smith <laughs> in the in the opening credits. So. Halftime, they don't even do it anymore. But I thought I'd fit the theme. But Melissa, I brought a I brought a third person to the show with us tonight.
2: Oh yeah, who yeah. did you bring?
0: I'm beyond excited for this one. This is a, a podcast I've been wanting to have on here for a long time. I'm gonna summon him by his treehouse of horror name. I'm gonna summon Andy, the Andy Man, Andy Man, Andy Man, Andy Man. One, two, three, four. Fuck, Andy Man <laughs> Genova. Andy, welcome to the Nerd Dead Nations podcast, my friend. Thanks. I've been summoned.
3: <laughs> I'm I'm bursting out of a mirror just for you. Thank you for the invitation. Thanks for having me.
0: Just watch your step. Don't get any glass all over your new office. I know,
3: absolutely. Actually, everything is everywhere right now. If I'm gonna mess it up, this is the time.
0: <laughs> you go.
3: Happy Halloween to you guys and to everybody out there in internet land.
0: Happy Halloween. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Absolutely, cool. Andy. This is your first time on our show, so why don't you uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure.
3: Uh, yes. Yeah. Again, thank you for the invitation. I certainly appreciate it. Um, I love Halloween. I love the season. I uh, my uh, my birthday's in the middle of August, so for me, I pretty much start Halloween season the day after my birthday. That's my rule. Um, so I'm I'm well into the thick of it right now, but yeah, you mentioned I'm another fellow podcaster, and so uh, I do a lot of shows. I, I do Holy Batcast is my biggest claim to fame about Batman and the DC Universe, um, although I think Disorder gives it a run for its money, so money. So Disorder, every Disney film, uh, is a show I do with Michael and Hunter, where we, we initially reviewed every Disney animated feature in order. Uh, And then now we're just going into other Disney films that aren't the official animated features. And then I've got Why Not Futurama, occasionally real fans for real movies. So, yeah, if you want to talk movies, Batman, holidays, Disney, animation, all those things, I'm up for talking all of it. And so here, this checks a couple of those boxes. It's Halloween. It's the holidays. It's animation. It's The Simpsons. I love The Simpsons. So, yeah, lots of... uh, good choices to talk about so this is a a great topic and yeah i appreciate it
0: i think all we needed was a Wilfred jackson uh, reference and we cover everything
3: right i mean there are some uh, there's some pretty ripped you know like demonic characters in some of the treehouse of horrors that could have been inspired by Wilfred jackson there's and the so- fact-
0: now they're, they're owned by Disney now, so I, I as they call it.
3: They're Disney characters, yeah. So, And there are so many Treehouse of Horrors that I feel like there there should have to be a Chernabog, uh homage at a certain point. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But I feel like that is low-hanging fruit. If they haven't done it yet, now is the time for the next Treehouse of Horror. Do the Night on Bald Mountain, and then we can really make it come full circle and – we will have a Simpsons character inspired by Wilford Jackson, officially.
0: Well, if Matt Greening is listening, I hope he gets on it right away. There we
3: go. Night on Bald Mountain, Treehouse of Horror. What are we on? 47? I don't know. Something like that.
0: I think 53. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> I, I've kind of stopped counting Simpsons seasons after the movie came out. so. It's so many, but I'm not mad about
3: it. I say keep going
0: run it till the wheels fall off. As long as they bring back Futurama, too, though. Again. I wish
3: they would. I mean,
0: that's just it. Is You know,
3: I appreciate the Simpsons keeps going, but Futurama, we could use more of.
2: Absolutely. Certainly could.
0: Well, no sense beating around the bush any longer. So tonight's task is we all... Picked three of our favorite episodes of Treehouse of Horror Not not only our favorite episodes, our three favorite segments So we took, what, 96 segments and narrowed it down to a top three for each of us You you worried me there for a second I was like, oh no, I thought we were supposed to pick three segments (laughs) Yeah, um, it's been a long day
3: (laughs) Oh, well, no worries Okay, great And the good news is I picked ten segments Because I don't know which ones you picked. So in case you guys pick one of mine, I have backups on backups and backups.
0: Here we go. Uh, I, I I didn't have a set number three until last night, I think. I was like, oh, OK, I like this one, but I don't like it enough to be top three. Well, uh, it, this was a tough
3: assignment, guys. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I love Simpsons and Treehouse of Horror, but as we said, there's so many. Oh, man, it was tough coming up with, with the three best because there have been so many good ones. And, yeah, I had to find a list online and, like, go through them and just, oh, it was a process. But it was a fun process. It it allowed me to avoid doing work for about an hour yesterday. So <laughs> I'm not mad about it.
0: Nice. Uh, and then also later on in the episode, we are going to try to find something that the Simpsons haven't tackled yet and pitch our own. Thing they'd like we'd like to see the Simpsons spoof in the future. So I had to get I had to send Melissa a cheat sheet for that. Okay, here's everything they spoofed. So let's see if we can find something they haven't done yet. Hmm.
2: I, I eventually it was it was a tough thing to think about because I mean there's been so many different things that they've spoofed. So um, eventually I did come up with one. I mean I think it's it's a little bit obvious coming from me, but you'll find out uh, a little bit later.
0: <laughs> right on. so uh, how about we before we get started how about we talk about our history at the simpsons and treehouse of horror so andy why don't you tell us a little bit about how how uh, how far back have you been watching the treehouse of horror
3: i have been watching treehouse of horror since the second year the first year i remember being very excited about it because i loved the simpsons christmas special but i think i had something else going i mean i was i was a kid when the simpsons came out um, so I, I had something with school or whatever, but I missed the first year and I was very upset about it. And so the second year I set the VCR and I was not going to miss it the second year. And yeah, I recorded it off TV and that night I watched it. And then that VHS tape was in my annual rotation of holiday specials to watch every single year. So I think I know Treehouse of horror two the best because I did watch it all the time as a kid. Um, but it's one of those things where, yeah, like then it became becomes an annual tradition. I mean, we joked about The Simpsons being on forever and it has and and that's cool. Um, but even people who have no longer watched the show regularly, uh, they still go, oh, but I still watch Treehouse of Horror every year because you have to. So I like that no matter what the show is doing, whether it's an up or a down, wherever or in between, um, Treehouse of Horror is an annual tradition. And it has been now for over 30 years, I guess. Right. Um, So yeah, I remember loving it that first year and then really, you know, watching it every year after that. And then as life takes over and I was in college or or whatever, I missed years here and there. But since then I've gone back and filled in all the blanks and now with Disney plus it's great. They put them all in one category for you. So you can just watch them straight through, which is also great. So yeah, it's something that, uh, I love, and there are some amazing ones and there are some really bad ones and there are a lot in between, but Hey, that's just the nature of it.
0: Well, when you've been rolling for 30 years, not everything's going to be a home run, but
3: exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> like shit. It's gone on since V uh, this would be what 32 this year. Cause it, I think the first one was in 1990.
3: That sounds right. So yeah, exactly.
0: Wow. Time just slips away. <laughs> Oh, but uh, Melissa, I know you have a little bit different history of Treehouse of Horrors. So why don't you enlighten us?
2: That I do. Um, I'll say that I haven't been much of a follower of The Simpsons in general. Um, I mean, I've seen episodes of The Simpsons, of course, and I have enjoyed them. Um, but I wasn't one to, you know, follow through like a whole season or anything like that. And so with Treehouse of Horrors. Um, I thought I had seen more episodes than I had of it, but it turns out I had only seen three of them out of 32 now. <laughs>
0: wow.
2: So. <laughs> well,
0: Melissa had a fun week this week. Uh, so <laughs>
3: did you watch every single one to pick three? Yep. Wow. Respect. Respect. <laughs> I mean, that's a fun week, but was- I'm sure it was a roller coaster ride.
2: <laughs> yeah i i remembered because i'm so thankful for disney plus because that was like the easiest way for me to find all of the simpsons and seasons and everything so i'm quite thankful for that but yeah it was each one of them i went through each one through all the seasons and i just finished it yesterday <laughs> wow and uh it was fun, though. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, and there was, you know, the the three that, that I, I remembered most, and um, so I, I still enjoyed those ones a lot. Um, and I hadn't actually watched them for a while, so it was kind of good to, re- to give them a rewatch. And then, yeah, it was a lot of fun to, to watch all these ones for the first time. I mean, like, you know, both of you had said that, yeah, they're not, there's a few in there that weren't gems. I mean, it was kind of like, <laughs> what what are you doing or you're you're kind of trying too hard to sort of be funny but it's not really working that well uh, but for the most part like i mean it was still a lot of fun like i i i can't complain about any one of those episodes so um yeah it was it was a fun journey to uh to watch these episodes and i narrowed them down to three so <laughs>
3: That's so fun, though, because I now I'm so curious as to to hear which ones you chose, because you don't have the nostalgia and you don't have like, oh, one that you watched for 10 years or whatever. You know, like like I had ones that I've seen so many times that those are going to just automatically be at the top of my list. But coming in fresh,
0: I'd be very curious to hear your perspective.
3: (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: why we love our Canadian oddball, Melissa. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i'm pretty good at being an oddball so i'll just add to it.
3: <laughs> you're in good company
0: <laughs> well my history is somewhat similar to andy's i've been watching it since the beginning i remember watching the first treehouse of horror and being what five years old at the time when that first one came out in 1990 i remember it scaring the shit out of me just because of the whole them walking around with knives when they're in the death house. Remember yes. that freaking freaking oh, me the hell man. out. I'm like, this ain't The Simpsons. It's <laughs> supposed to be, <laughs> be funny and wacky. <laughs> but uh, as time wore on, like I said earlier, I kind of stopped keeping track after the film came out. So I would jump in and out every now and then. But a few years ago before we got Disney Plus, I ended up buying all the Treehouse of Horrors on iTunes and watching those. On the reg, and uh, then, like I said, once the Disney Plus came around, it made so much easier just to watch them all now. So I usually, you know, I don't watch a lot of the shows as much as I used to. I still check in on uh, Treehouse of Horror whenever I can because I always got a kick out of those.
3: Yeah, I did the same thing as far as before Disney Plus is. I own on iTunes every Treehouse of Horror because I was like, well, I know I want to watch those every year at Halloween. I haven't bought every season, but I I bought the Treehouse of Horror ones, especially because it was so easy with traveling and and whatnot to watch them. So yeah, when I go through, it's like, oh, season 20, you own one episode. Season 21, you own one episode. But yeah, so those are the ones I chose to watch in preparation for this episode because I paid for them. So I want that money to go You know, (laughs) even though even though Disney Plus has the original aspect ratio, which is better. So,
0: there was a time I forgot I owned those. Like, oh yeah, one of my phone. Like, oh yeah, I I own these. What the hell am I doing? But but I had to like go cherry pick. I had to cherry pick through Disney Plus some of the later season ones because I think the iTunes collection I have only only goes up to like 19 or. 17 or 18 or yes
3: like the, those collections right there was treehouse yeah. Four volume one two and three yep that's yeah. how i started too and then i had to fill in the blanks after that
0: yeah one day but if i didn't drop the money on buying that uh mickey mouse scary story ever told off your recommendation <laughs> uh, <laughs> are
3: you bitter about that or did you like it
0: oh i liked it i, I, okay. I, I okay, got thing, the thing i love about those mickey mouse cartoons is all the the references and deep cuts they make
3: yeah definitely
0: but uh we're not here to talk about mickey mouse dot today so uh let's kick it off so andy what are your honorable mentions for your treehouse of horror
3: oh but like i didn't mm, i have i told you i have i have a list of 10 in front of me because i i had some backups in case we had overlap but if you want me to tell you some honorable mentions i can I'll do, you know what I'll do? I'll do the bottom three in my list of 10 because I feel like I won't get to them. Um, one of them that I did consider putting in was King Homer. That was from tree house of horror three. And that was the King Kong parody.
1: Mm.
3: Mm. And I almost chose it because I think it's hysterical. It's so funny. Uh, it has a couple of my funny, uh, my favorite Simpsons jokes. Um, like when mr burns tries to throw the gas grenade oh, yeah. and and it just falls in front of him it is amazing um or when kid you know homer is king kong and barney goes oh hey monkey do you want a peanut and he eats the whole bag and barney gets mad and he goes i said one like <laughs> i love that one um so I almost picked it because it's hysterical, but the reason it didn't make the top, top, top is because I, it doesn't feel very Halloween y. And so for me, like the ones that feel very Halloween are always going to rise to the top. Those are my favorites. And like we said, like there are some over the years where it's like, why are you parroting this? This isn't even, this doesn't even feel like Halloween at all. You know, like when they did like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I was like, what? Sorry, if yeah. you guys, sorry if that was one of your top three. But like when you're like that, where you're like, why, like why is this on a Halloween episode? Um. So anyway, so yeah, King Homer was a was a good honorable mention. Um. From the same, oh, this is from the same one, Trias Four or Three. Dial Z for Zombie. That's a really fun one.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: didn't quite make the cut, but it's great. And then this other one. Uh, from *True House of Horror* 4, which is Bart Simpson's Dracula, it was the Bram Stoker's Dracula parody, mm. uh, and that one is also hysterical. It's great um, because, yeah, you know, it's vampires, it's Dracula. There's some great jokes in there as well. Um, I like the it was it super happy fun slide when they're in the yeah. dungeons <laughs> underneath uh, the Burns Manor, and Bart <laughs> goes, "I really shouldn't, but when am I going to be here again?" Uh, or when Homer's trying to stake Mr. Burns and Lisa goes, dad, that's his crotch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a great one too. Uh, so yeah, those, I guess those are, those are all good honorable mentions is uh, King Homer dial Z for zombie and uh, Bart Simpson's Dracula. And those are all, yeah, pretty early on the Triassic four, three and four.
0: I also love the line from Bart Simpson's Dracula where Burns is about to approach in on Bart and he goes, if it isn't little boy, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one.
3: Or when Chief Wigam, uh, he's burning the Egyptian wing of the of the museum because all of the he, all the vampire clues, he goes, it must be a mummy. <laughs> I love
0: Chief Wigam. Uh, he's got he's got some great moments in uh, trios of horror history, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. So. Uh it's a pretty solid list for an honorable mention. Those, yeah. Uh,
3: they, I, any, honestly, all three of those could have been in my top three because they're both they're also good.
0: I was thinking Bart Simpson's Dracula for an honorable mention at least, but I, I found another one from that year I liked a little better. But um, uh mm-hmm. Melissa, what are your honorable mentions?
2: Uh I've actually got quite a few of them. <laughs> uh I think I have let's see. One, two, three four five i've got six of them (laughs) that almost made my top three but it was like uh, i don't know i just um i kind of wanted to do a little bit more like sort of the halloween spooky theme for my top three so that's kind of what i did um but anyway my honorable mentions my first one is uh nightmare on evergreen terrace
3: yes that was one of my honorable mentions too great choice sorry (laughs) continue
2: I I quite enjoyed that one, especially like, you know, obviously seeing, you know, like Nightmare on Elm Street. So, and I love that franchise of films. So it's just, you know, funny when they're, they're parodying it. So I, I really quite enjoyed that one. Um, and then my next one was actually a more recent one, um, from, uh, season 31 and it was their 30th episode. It was, or the segment, um, was Danger Things, the parody of Stranger Things. Uh. <laughs> um, And then uh, my next one was uh, the 29th episode, and it was uh, Geriatric Park, and they're parodying Jurassic Park. <laughs> and I really love when, like, they're, they're going through all the, the they start with, um, all the different parks they go like Jurassic Park, and then they go to Jurassic Park two, three, Jurassic World, and the, it's all the the visitor centers that just are completely destroyed as they go throughout, and then they finally get to Geriatric Park, and <laughs> and they've got a sign on the front saying now Goldblum free, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just I thought it was a lot of fun. They have all the seniors, and they turn into dinosaurs, and it's just um. A heck of a lot of fun so i i really enjoyed it um and then my next one was um it's the grand pumpkin Mill House. i really i really enjoyed that one um and then uh the day the earth St- looked stupid and they're parodying war of the worlds um and then my last one was uh homerzilla
0: Is that Homerzilla is that more uh, recent one too?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's with um obviously it's kinda like your the King Kong one, but it's Homer as Godzilla.
0: You think they would have gone for a slam dunk and just did Bartzilla. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> and they could then they could have had King Homer versus Bartzilla. Yeah.
0: Right? And Maggie can be the little girl that talks to King Homer. But I will say this: I'm not ready to talk about Nightmare Nevergreen Evergreen Terrace yet, though. Oh, <laughs> spoilers!
3: Glad it was in my honorable mentions then.
0: <laughs> I, I do like. I need to. I need to catch up on more of the later ones, like uh, the Stranger Things parody, and I saw Jurassic Park. I didn't get a chance to look at that one yet. I haven't. I haven't watched a lot of the super new ones, but I need to get around to that.
2: Definitely, I definitely recommend it like, Geriatric Park. That one is just, it's really, really funny.
0: <laughs> well, I don't have as long of a list as Melissa does, but uh, I wrote down, first one, actually one I watched for the first time this year, and it was Don't Have a Cow, Mankind, from Treehouse of twenty 21, because uh, I think it's probably one of the better times they've done zombies on that show. And since it starts off around Krusty inventing a new sandwich, I'm a huge Krusty fan. He's my favorite character, so anything that revolves around Krusty, I'm gonna be like all over that. And I also love some of the inside jokes. I found out that is Helen Lovejoy is uh, Lisa's, I think Lisa's goddaughter, godmother. And watching uh, Marge blow her away with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one I had from uh Treehouse of Horror 9 was the Omega Man. Which I think it's a classic one. So that one. Good. That almost made. Uh, if, if I hadn't had number four, it would be number four, definitely. And then uh, Instagram the Pumpkin Millhouse was also on my list because I just love how they try to match the Peanuts animation style with it. And then the uh, last honorable mention I have is The Devil and Homer Simpson from Treehouse of Horror 5.
1: Nice.
0: Because Homer's punishment in hell seems like heaven to me. I could eat all the donuts in the world. <laughs> I mean that that
2: would be that would be hell for me. I'm I'm not much of a of a donut sweet tooth fan, so it's like that would be hell. <laughs> Tell me ache just thinking about it.
0: <laughs> I think this was like the first time they actually teased Flanders being the devil, because I think there's been a few times where Flanders Devil's been Brought up a few times after that. Which I do love that.
1: Mm.
0: But. uh, How about we get into our list here. So Andy. What did you put as your number three.
3: Well first I got to say. I almost picked the homegaman Man. Man as well. Um, but I, I created rules for myself. Which is I couldn't pick. Two things from the same year. Um, So. I picked something else from that year, but that one is so funny. It's so good. Um, So, okay, so uh, my number three uh, is one that you both had in your honorable mentions, and I wanted to pick something a little more recent, even though it's not as recent as it feels because it was 2008 and that's it's the Grand Pumpkin Mill House.
0: That is a good one.
3: So, yeah, that was from Treehouse of Horror 19, 2008. So I was like, yeah, I want to pick a recent one. I was like, oh, that's 13 years, but okay, well, whatever. Um, But yeah, it's it's so good because it feels so Halloween, which, you know, big, big points for that. Uh, The way they match the animation style to It's the Great Pumpkin is perfect. Uh, I'm shocked it took them 19 years to. Finally, do something with the Great Pumpkin because it feels like such a, you know, such an obvious thing because it's such a classic. Um, but when they did do it, it's great. It's so funny. The jokes are great. Uh, it pays proper homage to the classic and then they do some really fun extra stuff with it like we finally get to meet the great pumpkin oh i'm sorry the grand pumpkin but we finally get to meet him Uh, so for all of us kids who grew up watching it's the great pumpkin charlie brown and we were just as disappointed as linus that we didn't get to meet him now the simpsons has our back and finally lets us meet him and he looks exactly like he should. Um, and then the the twist they have where he realizes that at Halloween, we eat pumpkins, we carve pumpkins. Uh, there's the joke where there's the pumpkin seeds and he's like, you roast the unborn? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really funny. And then when he... When he uh, uh, It's Nelson is carving. He goes, that's a yellow pumpkin. He goes, you're a racist. And he goes, all pumpkins are. I just admit it. And he (laughs) eats them. And Nelson goes, I'd rather die than hate
0: i think that was probably one of my favorite jokes in episode two is the yellow pumpkin
3: (laughs) it's so funny uh and then yeah and then the the tom turkey battle uh unexpected but it bridges into thanksgiving so yeah this one uh it's really funny i love the animation i love the peanuts vibes but with its simpsons twist um so yeah there's some really good stuff in this one i love it and it's just so halloween so yeah it's uh it's a more recent one that I think really hits the nail on the head, and it's great.
0: That is a good one because they haven't even—I think they only teased the peanuts once before, and it was a Treehouse of Horror two when you see the kids run by yeah. the sidewalk in front of the house.
3: Yeah, they have a cameo outside the house.
0: Yeah, that is a, that is a good late season one too. I, I like like you. I do love the animation style in that one, and just some of the jokes hit. Hit hard, so I like Homer being Snoopy too, doing the whole uh, kicking the door with the food, uh, with spit out his food dish. I just love how they do that with Marge playing the trombone the whole time. Yes, and, yes. And translating exactly. it. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, any thoughts?
2: That uh, one, that one, I, I, I really enjoyed. Um, I thought it was, it was funny. I, but like I, I, what you mentioned is, is what I've also found funny. Like you know. You you roast the unborn and and you know. <laughs> um, yeah I thought it was it was really funny and especially you know watching you know the great pumpkin fairly recently it's just it's even more funny when you when you know and you know you've seen it and um, yeah that one's a really good one.
0: Awesome. So Melissa, uh, what is your number
2: three? Uh, my number three is from is actually from the first uh, Treehouse of Horror, and it's the Bad Dream House. Mm. And it's when they, they the Simpsons, they move into the uh, haunted house, and they're wondering why it was, like, a low cost and ends up being on an uh, Indian burial ground, and things start to happen. Like, they get books thrown at them as they're unpacking, and, and then they all get kind of... They get possessed or manipulated, I guess, by the house... And I, I really love when they're all they all basically they get out of bed and they're, they've got their knives and <laughs> they, they're coming you know come downstairs to basically to, to murder each other. But then um, I love when Homer he go he's just outside the kitchen and Marge is like oh I'm in the kitchen and she's like using her knife to, to put mayonnaise on bread and like <laughs> and then it completely breaks everything and. Um, but, yeah, I I thought that one was really funny, and I loved, like, the, the, the house and how, oh, I'm going um, to, something along the lines of, I'm going to, like, rip off your nose, or I'm going to take your brains out, and trying to be all scary, and they're just, like, okay, <laughs> they're all very casual about it. And, uh, so, yeah, that one was, that one was really, really funny.
0: So you, you picked the one that gave me nightmares as a child, and you think it's funny?
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I was laughing so hard.
0: <laughs> I don't think you give me credit that I was five when I saw that one for the first time.
2: <laughs> I'm sure when, you know, watching it as a kid, it would be scary as ever. But watching it now, it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so that was my number three.
0: Bad Dream House—that's what it was called. I couldn't think of it earlier. Yeah, That—that—that's def- that's a great
3: choice. I love that one. Um, and it—you know—it was a contender as well because I do think that it's probably the best sequence in the first Treehouse of Horror. Um. Because, yeah, it's it's really funny. And the way it ends is so great. It's like one of those really smart and clever twists where he's like, uh, oh, what is it? Oh, my God. I it, I didn't rewatch it for this because I didn't pick it. But there's a part where he's like. She's like, yeah, I know that we spent money. And he goes, a lot of money (laughs) or whatever, (laughs) something like that. Um, And then the fact that the the house rejects them in the end. (laughs) And Lisa goes, you can't help but feel a little rejected. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one of the best ones. It's so good.
2: Yeah, I love that. And it just, oh, it decided to destroy itself instead of living with us. (laughs)
3: Exactly. (laughs) Hmm.
0: Forever with the Simpsons.
2: (laughs) Nope. (laughs)
0: Being so early and being so early on in the show too, when they were still somewhat like a loving family at the time before they they, they can before they had the hijinks that they have now, the house had foresight apparently.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I also went way back from my number three, and I went to a Treehouse of Horror four, and I picked a Clown Without Pity. Mm.
1: Oh, like, yeah. I meant,
0: <laughs> like i mentioned earlier i'm a crusty the clown fan so anything with Krusty in it i'm gonna be all over it and well like another thing that terrified me as a child child's play films terrified the shit out of me as a kid and uh saw so these are obvious spoofs of that and the living doll from twilight zone i think this actually inspired me to watch that living doll episode of twilight zone like hey i see a lot of similarities now yeah. but i just love how it's you get the whole uh Homer going to buy the doll and the whole exchange he has with the guy working there. That's good. That's bad. Even with the frozen yogurt.
3: <laughs> yeah. Which oh I... God. The, the Froyo back or and fro-
0: forth. Frogurt.
3: <laughs> Frogurt. That's good. That's bad. That's good. That's bad. Oh man. That's classic.
0: Can I go home now? <laughs> I've seen uh every, every time I watch uh there's a YouTube channel I subscribe to called Dead Meat and every now and then he'll throw in that that's good that's bad reference and he'll go back and forth the whole thing just makes me laugh my ass off but I love how it's uh it's just a simple fact that the doll switched from good to evil in the back mm-hmm. and I like. Uh, one of the many running gags when they, whenever the Simpsons call a one eight hundred hotline or help line for something, I love them playing "Everybody Loves the Clown" while Marge yes. is trying to call the, the tech support.
3: That was like a very early Simpsons gag. That was like a running gag, but it only lasted the first couple seasons, where they'd get put on hold, and it would be some funny, you know, ironic song choice.
0: Except for they did want the. Uh, with Bart and his uh, race car, how they played uh, Cats in the Cradle, I think.
3: Y- yep, yep. And there's the babysitter one where they call and they get to pu- put on hold and it's like a baby song, right? Like, like oh, I can't remember what it is offhand, but yeah,
0: it was something similar. So that's my pick for number three is Clown Without Pity" from Treehouse of Horror 4. It's a good one, and
3: I also I also love Grandpa Simpson. That doll is evil, Grandpa. <laughs> you said that about all the
0: gifts. <laughs> I just want attention. <laughs> I just want attention. Uh, I, Andy, and yeah, I also went to the same rule as you did. I tried to pick two from the same episode, either.
3: Yeah, I and when I also was trying to pick different eras, but. You know, to kind of space them out a little bit, but I didn't fully succeed at that. But I, yeah, I wanted to try and spread it out.
0: It's it's kind of hard not to go back to like those first ten years. Exactly. Of of exactly.
3: Uh, so number two. Yes, sir. All right, number two is another one you mentioned, um, and this one is from Treehouse of Horror four in nineteen ninety three, and that is the Devil and Homer Simpson. Nice. So this is the same episode as Bart Simpson's Dracula. And I was like, oh, I can't pick. They're both so good. Um, but I did pick this one. And I think the reason I picked it is because of Ned Flanders as the devil. <laughs> uh, it's just too good. So, yeah. So this is the one that made the cut while Bart Simpson's Dracula became an honorable mention. Um, the, by the way, though, the, the whole Treehouse of Horror 4 is great because the other segment is the uh, the school bus one, the terror at five and a half feet. Yeah. Um, which is another great one. So it's like three great ones in uh, in Treehouse four or four. But uh, Devil and Homer Simpson, it's classic. It's amazing. Him selling his soul for the donut. Iconic. Uh, him going to hell, getting chopped up to, into hot dog meat. And then, yeah, the ironic punishment of being fed donuts. <laughs> and he's the only one who would never get sick of it. <laughs> yeah. I remember they even sold the toy of that moment. Where, like, Probably fifteen years ago, I remember they sold like a little tiny toy of Homer Simpson in the chair with the donuts and everything. So that's how iconic this episode is is it got its own toy. Um, then the trial, like the the whole uh, the jury of the damned and Marge trying to find chairs for all of them. I, I love when he, <laughs> she puts Blackbeard in the high chair. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Blackbeard. We're out, we're running low on chairs. And he goes, this this chair is high. Says
0: I. That's a great one. Uh,
3: so yeah, I mean, this one is so good. Lionel Hutz is amazing. The late great Phil Hartman. Lionel Hutz when he goes, you don't worry. I watched Matlock in a bar last night. The sound was off, but I think I got the gist. Um, <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, and it's one of the most subtle jokes, but it kills me is when. Flanders as the devil, he's talking to Homer in the kitchen and it's when Homer eats the forbidden donut. And he's like, Hmm, forbidden donut. And Bart and Lisa walk in and the devil goes, Hey Bart. And Bart's just like, Oh, Hey, like they're old <laughs> friends, which is just great. Um, so yeah, this one, it's hysterical. It's funny. It's spooky. You got hell. You got the devil. Flanders is the devil is the best. Um, and for, you know, years ago, I used to collect the Simpsons toys. They're still they're now in my garage. Um, and they did a couple they did, I think, three at least three box sets of Treehouse of Horror. And so I have an action figure of Flanders as the devil and I have the action figure of Homer with the donut head. So, again, more just iconic imagery from from the sequence, because the sequence, I think, is one of the best of the best.
0: Oh, but I'm so sweet and tasty. Yeah, stop thinking (laughs) at it. (laughs) I do love the little joke too with uh, Richard Nixon being part of the jury. But I'm not dead yet. Listen, buddy, I did a favor for you.
3: (laughs) Yep, (laughs) that's
0: great. I think it was one of the is that the yeah it's like one of the first references they make to Lizzie Borden too because she's part of the jury and then like later on in the show I think it's a sideshow Bob episode where they make a they're doing a school play of Lizzie Borden with Mm -hmm. Martin playing Lizzie, but this being like the first mention of Lizzie Borden in the show too. Wow. Uh, Melissa, any thoughts on the devil and Homer Simpson?
2: It's, it, I mean, what else is there more, you know, what else is there to say about it? I mean, it's, it's a fun episode. I mean, I, I love that, you know, they, you know, they, they take Flanders and they, they make him the devil. Like that's just, You know hilarious and I don't and I know they do that you know a couple other times and it never gets you know boring it's always funny because he's just you know he's such a the you know devout christian and everything so it's just making him the devil is just um brilliant and uh so yeah I it was another episode that I I um segment that I really enjoyed
0: nice so why don't you enlighten us with your number two?
2: My number two is uh, the Shining, <laughs> and it was the the fifth Treehouse of Horror uh, from season five, and uh, obviously it's a parody of The Shining, and um, I, I just love that you know Homer is is he goes crazy after losing his two favorite things, beer and television. And <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I, and then I just I, I love like the end of how they kind of end it and they both are they are they're all outside watching on the little screen freezing to death and <laughs> it's just um, I thought that one was was a lot of fun. I think they they did a great job of of parroting the the shining. Although I I, I do love the, the line in it. Oh the shining. Oh do you want to get sued? Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the shitting. Don't be reading my mind between four and five. That's Willie's time.
3: That's Willie's time, yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was another episode that almost made my list, too, because I didn't want to break my rule of taking two from the same episode. But um, I do love the shitting. It's such a good one. I do love that scene where Homer does go crazy, starts making all the random noises. Dope. Mind yes. if I do? <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> this was like the the next one on deck uh, as an honorable mention because I do think it's one of the very best. So good choice, Melissa. Um, but the only reason I didn't pick it is because I'm like, oh, one of them will pick it because that's how classic this sequence is. Like this is another one that's just it goes down as one of the one of the best parodies of all time, one of the best Treehouse of Horror sequences of all time. It's a perfect parody. It's hilarious. The, the constant uh, them driving out to the house of like, and then keep having to turn back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
0: like and the front like,
3: door? <laughs> yep. And then they're like, we forgot grandpa and Homer just keeps driving. <laughs> and then yes, yeah, like uh, no beer and TV makes Homer something, something <laughs> go crazy. <laughs> Don't mind if I do, which you just said, uh, Jared, that's, oh man, it's, it's so good. Um, yeah, this is this is one of the best. So awesome choice.
0: Do love the the moment too where he's breaking down the doors. Of, Here's Johnny in the empty room, yes. and then the David Letterman. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, David. I'm Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Shining, the shitting is a classic episode. I also love the running gag throughout the whole episode of uh, Willie getting axed in the back.
3: Yes. Yes and that was well oh now i know which one you were gonna pick because yes because that happens also in
0: uh without further ado i'll just say my number two is nightmare cafeteria (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think it's the last one he goes i'm getting real bad at this when he gets the axe in the back i just (laughs) yeah i love the creative ways they uh Kill these kids off too, like sloppy Jimbos and uh <laughs> grotten and yeah. all the other stuff, and it's got to the point now where they only have like all only five kids off in the whole school.
1: <laughs>
0: Such a great! I, I really wish they could get that rolling because I didn't really care how they ended the episode with the weird fog gas, but it, yeah, I mean, that's, like it
3: begins, that's weird, yeah,
0: yeah. But I, I did like the whole the rest of the episode, nonetheless. Though so just them, uh. I'll tell Uder to go to attention. How, for how long? Well, let say about 45 to 375 degrees per pound or something like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, isn't that the one where, like, all the classes are, are in one and, like, someone drops the pencil? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like, huge attention. Like, oh, God. Like, they're just sitting there in fear and he accidentally drops the pencil. It's
0: Yeah. I want to say it's Wendell.
3: That's, yeah, that sounds right.
0: I know they're because uh, Mr. Krabappel's reading a book about how to cook for Millhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that I think Nightmare Capture is what kept the shitting off my list because I didn't want to pick two from the same episode. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't care too much for Time and Punishment unless it's on somebody else's list. But is that,
3: I, that is that the toaster? Yeah. Yeah. I like it fine, but yeah, it's it, it's yeah. it's middle of the road. I I like it. It's funny, but yeah, like it's just not halloweeny or spooky enough for me yeah, yeah it's,
0: it's got the it's got willy getting axed in the back in it which kept the theme going but
2: yeah yeah i didn't uh i, I didn't really get into that one that one kind of um fell a bit flat for me i mean i i enjoyed it enough but um yeah it was yeah not 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 uh not a gem for sure yeah not one of their
0: best all right so uh i think it's time for our number ones. so andy what did you pick for your number one
3: well the beauty is that the number one was the one i didn't even have to think about because i already knew what it was um <laughs> i think it's the but yeah it's i think it's 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 my favorite treehouse of horror uh and i've talked about it before on i don't know our holiday episodes of, of real fans because that's how much i like it and that is from treehouse of horror eight and that is easy bake coven <laughs>
2: yes
3: uh yeah this this does everything right like it's hilarious it's very halloween themed uh it's different it's unique it's it's so good um and yeah the fact that it becomes a halloween origin story is just a bonus but i love you know this is the one where it's old timey springfield which is like salem and they're having their own witch trials and uh marge you know speaks out against the witch trials and they're like well great then she's the witch okay um and there's there's really pointed commentary on organized religion in here which i think is hysterical like when uh i think flanders is the one who they have a lot of fun with flanders but he says something about like oh you know we've burned so many witches that uh it'll show god whose side we're on (laughs) yeah uh And then one of my favorite jokes in Simpsons history, which is when they're going to push Marge off the cliff and Lisa jumps out and goes, wait, but doesn't the Bible say judge not lest ye be judged? And William goes, yeah, well, the Bible says a lot of things. Shover, boys.
0: (laughs) That is a great one.
3: Oh, it's so good. And then, yeah, the fact that Marge is indeed a witch. Uh, And then you get that very Halloween-y imagery of Marge and her sisters as the witches, and they decide they're going to eat the kids, and then it becomes trick-or-treating. I love when they turn Wiggum into the gopher, and when they don't eat Ralph, and Ralph's like, thanks for not eating me. And then Chief Wiggum, who's still a gopher, pokes his head out, and he goes, yeah, you hags are all right. (laughs) Like. It's so funny, and yeah, and the fact that it is like 100% feels like Halloween. You know, old timey Salem, orange leaves. You know, they're all dressed in in Halloween costumes. At the end, it's decorated for Halloween. It's perfect. It's exact like that. Eight minutes should have just been a 30-minute Halloween special. I would have loved it. Um, because yeah, that's how good it is. It's just, it's I think it's the perfect Halloween. You know, sequence in. 30 plus years of treehouse of horror
0: i agree plus it gave us the birth of the caramel cod
3: exactly the first <laughs> caramel cod and it also birthed one of like the most infamous halloween gifts because whenever you search like a happy halloween gift it's marge as a witch and her hair bursting into bats
0: that's a good one i I that one almost made that i ever the list too but then again so going by the rules of uh Adding one from the same episode.
3: Well yeah, and that's why I said like uh that was the same episode as Omega Man. So, and that's another one much like four, eight is great. It has three really good ones. It's Homega Man, uh the fly one, fly versus fly, where Bart turns into the fly, and then Easy Bake Coven is all three of them are great.
1: Mm.
3: The
0: my cat agrees. Yeah, like yeah, she's very vocal. <laughs> She is a horror fan too, so she would love that one. Oh, good. <laughs> so I do love that. Image. I do love that uh, episode with. I love Patty and someone being involved in that one too. It's so great. So you finally left Durwood. His name is Homer. <laughs> yeah, and they look so good as witches because they have like the
3: the green skin and the purple hair, and yeah, they look awesome. I do
0: like. One joke I didn't catch on to as a kid watching episode originally is when Maud's talking to Ned. He's like, "Here, witches force you to oh. give into your their, <laughs> your carnal feelings or whatever." Like, with Ned replying, "Oh, that'll be the day." Oh, that's perfect. That's so good.
3: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and I think, yeah, the older you get, the funnier that is.
0: Well, would you like some gingerbread children? They're boneless. We'll say any thoughts on, uh, easy bait coven. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, it, it definitely is, is a fun one. I, I you know, I, I love the, you know, the kind of the digs at, at you know, like Christianity and things like that. And just, um, you know, I, I think it's, yeah, this, this one was a, it was a fun one for sure. I really enjoyed it. And that, and I do, do love that they, you know, that, that, they accuse Marge of, of being a witch and then she actually is. Um, I, I really like that kind of little bit of like a twist. Um But yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it.
0: I like one of the subtle jokes in that one where uh when Marge first reveals she's a witch and she's yeah. the one that says i the one that made your shirts itchy. And mm-hmm. you they pan back down to the crowd to see a guy scratching his shirt. <laughs> when uh Lenny's talk about oh you ate all my turnips or something like that. You ruined my turnip crap. That uh, yeah. nope,
3: that was gophers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we burned all the gophers. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great episode. I remember you talk about that on the real fans episode too.
3: Yeah, because yeah, like again that the whole the whole episode, Trias of Horror Eight, is great, and then
0: that's just the perfect cherry on top. Awesome. Well, Melissa, what is your number one?
2: My number one is actually from um Four's Eight. Yay! <laughs> hey. It was actually, <laughs> uh, it was mentioned maybe not even a few minutes ago, um, and it's the, the fly versus fly. Yes. <laughs> I absolutely was just laughing so hard all the way through it. Um, I, I love that you know, like Homer, he buys the two, the the two transporters, and he's like, oh, I especially love he's he's looking at the price and it's like, you know, what was it like a buck ninety nine or something? Two
3: dollars and all it does <laughs> is transport matter.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, <laughs> uh, thirty two cents. <laughs> but I just I love it. and then you know brings it home. And he's like sending it up everywhere, and I, and I, I especially, <laughs> I love when he he sets the he has the one in downstairs, and then in the living room, and he's got the other one up in the bathroom, and he's gonna try to like pee through the transporter. <laughs> oh, it, was just, it just killed me. And then I love that he he has another like the then he puts the transporter in front of the fridge so that you know he can just oh reach through and grab a beer and still be sitting on the couch and. It just, oh my god, that killed me. It was so funny, and then, you know, trying to, you know, do the, you know, put animals together, like, oh, DNA mismatch. Then so you, <laughs> and then obviously Bart's like, hmm, <laughs> you know, I'd be, I'd be
3: stupid. I'd be stupid not to do this. <laughs>
2: So yeah, I I had so much fun with this one. Um, I mean the the whole all the segments are fun, but this one just um, I I laughed the most while watching it, and and this one was actually one of the ones that I had seen before, like many years ago. So it does have a little bit of nostalgia because I do remember very clearly watching it and loving it then as well. So. Yeah, this one this one has the nostalgia to it, and then it's just oh my god, it is so funny. I,
3: the fact that we between our honorable mentions and our official choices, we chose all three segments in that episode says that, says it all, right? Like that's just how good that episode is.
1: Absolutely.
3: And is. oh my god, when when Homer goes. He's talking to Bart about the dangers of the machine and he goes, Kablamo. <laughs> and you hear Lisa go, Ow, someone punched me in the face. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> that's
0: probably the best part of the whole episode, besides uh, when he drinks the cat medicine. Cat ear cat medicine. Cat, cat ear medicine. <laughs> oh man, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the callback too. You forgot you forgotten about our Kablamo talk? Yep. <laughs> I think it's some of my favorite work with Professor Frank too in this episode too. I trust by that interested noise you made that you're yes, interested.
3: Yes, that in. impressed
2: noise you made. Yeah. I love, I love when the 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 robot that he has puts the sold sign and he's gonna try to escape the yard sale. He's like, no, and gives him the broom. <laughs>
0: nice try, Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> You're to sweep floors, and sweep is what you uh, shall do.
2: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that was my my number one. Um, I mean, there was there was no uh, hemming and hawing as to what my first one would be. It was absolutely that one. So yeah. Awesome.
0: <laughs> it is a good one. But um. I'm finally ready to talk about Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace for my number one. <laughs> that was that was the much like Andy, that was much like you guys. It was the easy choice for me. This is my number one through and through. I'm also a huge fan of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, and I just love the hell out of it. And the fact that Willie is also one of my favorite characters, and the fact they give him so much awesome stuff to do, especially on the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Like I, I love the the incarnation of Smarch and yes, uh,
3: <laughs> crazy Smarch weather.
0: <laughs> don't touch Don't touch Willie. Good advice. There's all that stuff too, and like how Willie's on fire and he has to sit and listen to Millhouse's dad talk about how he doesn't want Millhouse having two spaghetti dinners and one dinner. He's just sitting there quietly while he's burning to death. <laughs> All the rant. and I love how they have fun with the dream sequences too, like Bart playing catch with uh with uh Santa's little helper in the front yard and talking. I love them walking to the, please the regular acquaintance. Or uh I think one of my favorite things in the whole episode that segment has to be when Martin dies in class. Oh, just, yes. just, just just get a, just get him out of here, <laughs> not into the kindergarten
3: yes <laughs> when yeah the 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 the, the cl- like the sheet comes off <laughs> and he's all yeah. contorted yeah
0: just the, <laughs> the whole thing with the uh, lunch lady doors when him into the kindergarten cracks me up every time but i just love how they're able to defeat him too with the the bagpipes and uh, putting mm-hmm. the pacifier in the bagpipes and then to go back to my dreams about winning the Super Bowl with Krusty and all of a sudden Krusty appears like hey, I'd never dream about me again, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one. Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace is my number one. Awesome. Good choice.
2: Mm-hmm. That one's a, uh, definitely a fun one.
0: I almost went with Attack of the 50 Foot Eyesource in that episode too.
3: That was another honorable mention. That's a great one. Hmm.
0: Because I rewatched the episode yesterday, I still have the just don't look still stuck in my head. Yep. Paul
3: Anka. <laughs> it comes with Paul Anka's guarantee.
0: Guaranteed void in Tennessee.
3: <laughs> I also quote it all the time with like internet trolls. I'm just like, just don't look.
0: Just don't look. He <laughs> came to life. Good for him. I do love that Lard Lad logo, too. Every time I see Lard Lad and anything, Simpsons will see it and I go right back to Treehouse of Horror 6.
1: Mm, yep. <laughs> so there.
3: Isn't that when he, he he gives him back the donut, and he kicks the dog? And Homer yeah. Goes, Don't you ever get sick of being wrong all the time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how he got the donut into his house to begin with. And then uh how he's able to get the whole thing thing into the house. And I love how he tears it apart too. And yeah. I love how he's pounds on the door and he's just peeking outside the door. Oh you're looking for your donut. Well uh Flanders, Flanders, has,
2: Flanders it. has it. Flanders
0: has it. Go smash up in his house.
2: Flanders has
0: it. <laughs> oh, go go kill Mo. Go kill Mo.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: well there's our top three favorite segments of uh treehouse of horror uh andy's where it's the grand pumpkin mill house the devil and homer simpson easy bake coven melissa's were bad dream house the shinning and fly vs. fly and mine were clown without pity nightmare cafeteria And Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. So now uh, I thought it'd be something fun to do is if we could pick something that we'd like to see the Simpsons spoof that they haven't done yet for Treehouse of Horror. So I'm excited to see what everybody else came up with. So, uh, Andy, what did you come up with? What would you like to see the Simpsons spoof on uh, Treehouse of Horror?
3: Oh, man. Um, Because I like it when they go full on Halloween. I would love it if they would spoof trick or treat and you could see like Bart Simpson, like taking the part of Sam in trick or treat. And then they could do like different stories with the different citizens of Springfield around Halloween. So that would be fun because you could add the Simpsons sense of humor and it's also very Halloweeny.
2: That's a choice.
0: I don't know. I didn't even think of that. No, I kind of wish I did.
2: I I just was you know the minute you you said that I'm like oh <laughs>
3: <laughs> well there you go we're it's still covered between the three of us it's there it <laughs> is but yeah there's lots of possibility lots of different spooky things they can do but they can also have
0: fun with it now do you still do the same stories they did in trick or treat with the Simpsons mm. spin or do you do the no do I say
3: thing? you do your own thing I think you I think you yeah like. They do it in the spirit of trick or treat and still use like Sam as sort of the connective tissue. But yeah, then just do different random stories around Springfield.
0: I could definitely get behind that.
3: I mean, you could have you could have Mr. Burns terrorized by Bart as Sam or something like the final story in trick or treat.
0: Yeah, that'd be a good one. I want to watch trick or treat now. (laughs) That's a good one. I mean, Melissa, it's
3: good. right there. There's a school principal. You have Skinner, right? Like, there's a lot, yeah, you know?
0: It's all right there.
3: He writes itself.
0: That we turn Marge from a witch into a werewolf.
3: See? There you go.
0: Melissa, that's going to be pretty hard to top.
2: I mean, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that that definitely wasn't one I, I thought of, but now that I think of it, it's like oh, I wish I thought of that because that's a that's an excellent choice, and they for sure could go for like three episodes on that and have them all be sort of connected in in some way. Um, that would that would be a heck of a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, so for mine, I I thought about it, I thought about it. I went through uh, a whole list of. The, the episodes and then what they they had spoofed and parodied um, but I finally it came down to um, Doctor Who <laughs> mm. <laughs> I would absolutely love either um, Homer as a weeping angel or Marge as a weeping angel and then sort of have it revolve around, around that um, either one of that one of those would be just Kind of funny, and also kind of they could go pretty spooky with it because I mean, though, like the Weeping Angel episodes in Doctor Who are pretty scary, like, they're mm-hmm. um, you know, the 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 Weeping Angels themselves are just you know, they're a um, a pretty intimidating, scary villain for being statues that you know you can't blink and. You know, if you blink, they move and they transport you to another dimension, and that's basically where you you die. So they could have a lot of fun with that, I think. So. They
0: could use they could use the Jebediah Springfield statue for that.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so so yeah, that would that was one that, that immediately came to mind for me. So I thought that would be. I feel like they they have probably spoofed that in in other like regular episodes and things, but to do a whole sort of uh Trebles of horror around that would be really fun, because you could you could certainly, you know, either have it as two out of three or have it as as all three. I mean, you can, you know, the possibilities are sort of endless with that one. So, yeah.
0: Uh, you know Doctor Who better than I do. Is there uh, a lot of horror element to it, or is it still just more of the sci-fi?
2: There is a little bit of a horror element. Um, I mean. There's, you know, a lot of people that, when watching, like, say, like, the original Doctor Who, that, you know, it scared them as a kid to watch. But they 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 really enjoyed it, but it was something that just had an impact on them. And it was their springboard into horror films. And so it's, it's that mixture of, you've got that sci-fi, but then you also have a little bit of that horror, which I would say you know, like, sort of the Weeping Angel ones are sort of a little bit like that because it really has that tension. It's really got that, like, suspenseful stuff because you don't really know, you know, what's going to happen or how the characters are going to end up. And so I would say those ones are very sort of horror. But then they, they, in other episodes as well, they sort of have that little bit of um, horror and sci-fi elements. And um, so, yeah, it's... it definitely could work like as a you know, part of like a treehouse of Horrors.
0: Interesting. Andy, any thoughts?
3: I mean, I'm, I, I love me some weeping angels. And so, yeah, if you lean into the more spooky and scary parts of Dr. Who, I think that would be really fun. I'm honestly kind of surprised they haven't like, cause yeah, it's another big pop culture touchstone that they could do a lot of fun things with. So you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like they've at least had some of the doctors on as guests, uh, guest voices at certain points. But, yeah, like to lean into a, a spooky Doctor Who Halloween episode. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah.
2: And especially there was the one episode. Um, I think it was the it was the, their 600th episode, whatever. And they um, uh, it was, or was it that one. But it was a, it was called Clockwork Yellow. And they've got the, the group of the, the guys and they're, they one last thing they're going to do and they put all like kind of the names in a hat, but it's things they're going to do in a hat. And one of the things that just made me laugh out loud was. Um, uh, hold on a second. I, I actually took a picture of my TV screen because I didn't want to forget it. <laughs> one of the things they put in the hat was tell each Doctor Who they're the worst. <laughs> 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 I thought that was very funny. So that there was sort of a, a little bit of a Doctor Who connection in with one of the Trino's pores, but yeah. Um, it, it does surprise me that they, they hadn't done anything like that because, I mean, it is such a huge pop culture thing and it's been around for, as of... Next year it'll be 60 years old, so it's uh, you know it's it's certainly been around a a while and will continue I'm sure for a long time. So maybe they will at some point, you know, spoof it. But yeah,
3: give them time; they'll get to it eventually.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think they signed it for another 30 seasons, so we'll get well, to it around. We'll get one, around to it.
2: One of the segments in there will have it, maybe. <laughs>
0: Oh, I kind of actually picked two in a way. Um, I had the random thought the other night. I thought it'd be funny if they did a uh, a crow spoof with Flanders, uh, him paying <laughs> back, him avenging the death of Maud, with the, uh, the the final showdown coming against like Mister Burns. It was just a fleeting thought in my head because I was listening to uh, an Ice Nine Kills song inspired by the Crow. and I thought it'd be funny to have uh, Flanders spoof the Crow, but uh. The original one I picked, I ended up picking one, a trilogy of films. I ended up picking the Edgar Wright, uh, Simon Pegg, uh, Coronado trilogy. I thought that would uh, be a good spoof. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: I thought you could do like a, a young Homer and Barney with Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> going going to save Marge uh, with uh, Hot Fuzz. You make a call back to the time Marge was a cop. Be her and Wiggum shit going down in the town then because originally i thought of just doing the world's end and having homer and all of them do the bar crawl and all of a sudden it ends with uh 'cause because you have to have your obligatory king and kudos uh cameo right, of Horror, right. mm-hmm. so that would be that where that came in but i thought like you know what you could do all three movies you could do all three films uh like a one single episode of Trios of horror so that's why i thought it would be it'd be the coronado trilogy
3: I like the idea of doing, like, the three segments in A Treehouse of Horror, but have them all sort of in the same theme, like you're talking about, like, doing the Cronetto Trilogy. That would be really fun of, like, it's still three segments, as is tradition, but they're, you know, they're spoofing three things that are already connected. I think that would be – that's a really cool idea. And, yeah, like, there's enough – there's enough spooky scary stuff in all three of those movies They could have a lot of fun with it I might change up the order I might make Shaun of the Dead last Because it is the, the most overtly horror um, As like the big finale It's also probably the most well known So, But yeah, yeah very cool
0: Jim, Once again my cat agrees with you <laughs> <laughs> She hasn't been hurt on our show in a while I think Andy brought up the chattiness in her again <laughs> Hey kitty you say hi to Andy? <laughs> now she's quiet. <laughs> okay, well, you yeah, know, it's fine. <laughs> she got nervous. I think she got stage fright. <laughs> Daddy, is that the guy we listen to all the time talk about Batman and Disney?
3: Talk too much about everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do I, man. That's why we get along so well.
3: That's what we do. <laughs>
0: Nerds Unite. Mm -hmm. So does anybody have any closing thoughts before we bring it on home?
3: I mean, just this was, I mean, it was super fun and it was really fun to like go through the, you know the memories of of 30 plus years of treehouse of horrors and just trying to find out you know just trying to pick three was a chore unto itself but it was it was fun because you know i found things where i was like oh yeah that one was so weird or like oh man that one was so good or oh i almost forgot about that one because there are just so many so this was a fun assignment and a fun idea for uh an episode because and man treehouse of horror will give you content for forever um but yeah, I mean, it's just it's such a it's such a Halloween tradition at this point that you know I think it was a a really fun way to continue to celebrate the season. So yeah, I had a really good time.
0: Well, thank you for coming on, and I always love doing podcasts homework because if I wish homework in high school was like this, I would have had a lot more fun in high school. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this one was certainly. I mean, I always do my podcast homework, but this was my biggest assignment ever.
3: <laughs> you you get extra credit. You get so much extra credit because, yeah, I only watched the ones that I chose. Um, and you watched, what, 32
2: episodes? Yeah, I watched all of them, yeah.
3: Wow. So, yeah, I mean, my hat's <laughs> off to you.
2: Yeah, because I, <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I thought I, like I had said sort of earlier at the start of it, like I thought I had seen more than I did, but um, still so then I thought, you know what? I'm going to attempt to um, to watch all of them and then, you know, narrow down, you know, my top three. And, um, you know, I definitely wanted to pick at least one that was, if not all of them, as, you know, ones I had seen before so it would hold that sort of nostalgia and why, you know, place them. But, um yeah, it was, this was a, a lot of fun to do, and I, I really enjoyed um, watching all the the episodes and everything, and um, it's definitely going to be a, um, in a, in my Halloween rotation now. I, I sort of thought maybe, I don't know, does this count as my Scarathon now?
3: <laughs> I, I counted them towards mine, so yes. <laughs> so. It is allowed. <laughs>
2: Well, but that means
3: that means you just jumped ahead of everybody because you, you have like 32 entries.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I may be at 32, but I, I'm still way behind uh, with Guy Milks, who's at yeah, like 1064 yeah. now. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: even try to compete with him. I I just let him have the title. It's easier that way.
2: Yeah. Apparently this year there was somebody else that was sort of giving him a run for his money or so he claims.
3: yes there was there was some some newer gentleman who was yeah who was on nipping at his heels
2: yeah so that's why he's i guess been um very much (laughs) watching a whole bunch of of movies to really get ahead and hold his title so but hey i guess somebody's got to give him a challenge but Mm. (laughs) but yeah this was this was tons of fun and um yeah definitely going to be my halloween rotation um and, uh, yeah, um, it, it definitely makes me want to watch, like, the regular episodes of The Simpsons now um, and, you know, start watching those because there's, there's definitely I, – I haven't seen all of them. Like I said, like, it wasn't one that I've, I've watched on the regular. I would say I've watched more Futurama and things like that over The Simpsons, but um, I definitely want to watch – the regular episodes now just from watching the, the trio supporters and how fun, how much fun I've had watching them.
0: So yeah, Wait, wait till you get to the Futurama Simpsons crossover. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad everybody enjoyed this episode. I was trying to think of something like we need to bring Andy on. And what does Andy loves Halloween? Andy loves the Simpsons. This would be perfect.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Mm -hmm.
0: I couldn't think of anything. Else. Plus, I'm sure you guys already had Batman and you know, all. You had all your other shows pretty much set up for Halloween. So I'm like, oh, let's do something you probably wasn't gonna do. Talk about Trios of Horror.
3: Excellent.
0: that's all I got. So, um, Andy, thank you again for coming on. We loved ha- having you. We hope you come back again sometime. Talking Absolutely. About other Absolutely.
3: Yes. No. This was a, this was a lot of fun. Again, you know, forced me to jump into Treehouse of Horror a little early this season, but that's okay because there are so many. So, yeah, this was a great excuse to get me to do that. So I certainly appreciate the invite.
0: Of course, you're welcome anytime. Um, why don't you tell our listeners where they can keep up with you if they choose to?
3: Sure. Uh, I mentioned them at the beginning. I guess I already plugged them. Sorry about that. But, yeah, I do a lot of other podcasts. You can search for them all wherever you get your podcasts. There's Holy Backcast. There's Disorder, every Disney film. There's Why Not Futurama, and then there's Real Fans for Real Movies. Um, Or you can go to rf4rm.com and find them all there. And then if you just want to follow me, myself, uh, I am on Twitter or on Instagram. It's just my name, Andy
0: DeGenova. Awesome. And I highly recommend all those shows, and especially now that the holidays are upon us, we'll be getting a lot of good quality content. There's uh, going to be more. It's what we live for. (laughs) Well, I started leaning on Michael because he just shared his article about ALF. I go, so Michael, are you going to pick ALF for Halloween or Thanksgiving or Christmas? Unfortunately I was too late. (laughs) 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 uh, Melissa, where can the listeners keep up with you?
2: Uh, They can keep up with me on um, Twitter and Instagram. Um, On Instagram, uh, for my personal page. Um, you can find me at n 25 It's all lowercase, nothing fancy. Um, I also have a art page where I post all my art and random doodles that I do, and it's called Scribbles of a Wannabe Drawer. It's all one word. Again, nothing fancy, no underscores, no special characters, just Scribbles of a Wannabe Drawer. And you can also find Scribbles of a Wannabe Drawer on Twitter as well. And where can they find you, Jared?
0: You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at qca underscore mista, M-I-S-T-A underscore J. It's where you find pictures of my beard and you find pictures of the cats you just heard <laughs> just now. Because that's what the internet is for, pictures of cats. <laughs> um, as a podcast as a whole, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nerd United Nations Podcast. And you can also email us at Nerd United Nations Podcast at gmail.com.
2: And if you want to continue listening to us as a podcast, you can find us on our home at Podbean. Um, You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And for all those platforms, uh, be sure to leave us a rating and review. um, It gets us a little bit more noticed within the podcast community.
0: Awesome. There you have it. Uh, Stay tuned for our next episode, which I believe – it might be our episode where we bring on some people from Midwest Monster Fest and we share our stories with Melissa about how that weekend went. Some of our favorite run-ins with celebrities like Clint Howard and Hannah Fearman and uh, all those other ones, like CJ Graham should be a good episode. So be sure not to miss that one. Um, plus I'm sure guy will be listening. Cause he wants to hear about how I got that autograph for Luminea quickly for him. <laughs> but, um, Yeah, so be stay tuned for that. And uh, Andy, once again, thank you for coming on.
3: My pleasure.
0: pleasure. Melissa, it's time for more spooky content. Now you're a diehard fan of Trios of Horror, now aren't you?
2: (laughs) Absolutely. I didn't need a second chance on this one.
0: (laughs) Help you pad those numbers when you go against Guy next year. (laughs) Yep. Oh. Even though it's the Halloween time, the world is scary enough already. Be excellent to each other.
2: And nerd on, dudes.
0: See you next time. The thoughts and opinions expressed by your ambassadors and their guests are theirs and theirs along. And do not
2: represent the companies they happen to work for. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks for listening, guys.